Are you looking to discover a new possibility for your career in 2023? Go to yourgenxcareer.com. Click on work with me and schedule a session. I'm scheduling a few sessions for the month of February before it ends. So make sure that you head over to the website and let's chat to see if investing in career coaching might be a fit for you. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and yes, I am back for another episode. And today, we are talking about that two-letter word that none of us want to hear. Well, I guess in some situations, maybe we do, but I'm talking, of course, about the word no, N-O. So many times in our career, we have to hear this word. I mean, it could be a project that you're working on, that you're proposing that gets shot down. It could be a raise. It could be a promotion. It could be the corner office rather than a cubicle. So many times in in our work life and in our personal life, but especially in our career and in our work life, we are told no. And so I wanted to reframe that word in your mind on this week's episode because I attended a networking event this past weekend. And it was really the first networking event that I've attended in quite some time. It was, I think, probably since the pandemic. I've been to events but they were part of coaching programs that I was in. So this is the first real big networking event that I've been to where I really didn't know anybody. I truly did not know anyone in the room. And if you know me, that is oftentimes a challenge for me. I'm not, I'm an introverted extrovert. I think I've talked about this before in the show. I'm an introverted extrovert. So while I have no problem introducing myself and talking to people and starting conversations with people, it's really not my favorite thing. (laughs) And I do find that after I'm in a situation where I'm around a lot of people networking, talking about myself and meeting people and having to explain what I do and explain what I'm looking for and how can I help you, I do find that when I'm in that environment for a long period of time, I do then need to come back and be by myself, be by myself, regroup, and almost isolate for a little bit after that because it does, it's not draining per se, because I love meeting people. And like I said, I'm not afraid to walk up to total strangers and start a conversation. But I wonder, are you like that too, where you like meeting people, but then you have to go home and maybe regroup a little bit. That That is my personality. So it was fun going to this networking event. 
was at a really nice hotel in downtown Atlanta, a new hotel that I'd never been at called Nobu. Uh, and you might've heard of the restaurant change. They chain, they just built this hotel probably in October. And it's a really, it was a lovely venue and it was a brunch that we had. And there was a harpist there who performed. It was, it was a really great, uh, first class event, but, uh, the event was a networking event, but before the networking piece of it, as a part of the program, there was a panel and the panel was excellent. There were, I think there were five business leaders who were very, very successful in their respective industries. And the title of the networking event was simply called Get Connected, which I thought was so appropriate for a networking event. And it was all about your career and how can you get connected in your career. And so the moderator would ask questions of the panelists and they would give their wisdom on the particular topic. And all sorts of topics were discussed from imposter syndrome to how to transition your career. If you're in a career and you want to go to a totally new career, uh, we talked about uh, knowing yourself, knowing your worth. In fact, uh, if you listen to my Monday motivation episode this past Monday, that was really sparked by that conversation about knowing your worth. And the panelists told stories about times and situations that they had been in where they didn't know their value and where they did know their value. So it was really interesting to hear them apply some of the answers to the questions to their own personal story. And so a question came up. I can't remember exactly what the question was, but one of the panelists said something that struck me. And you know how you just get these, these uh, I don't know if you call them tweetable uh, phrases, or there's just something that someone says, and it just resonates with you so deeply, and you really relate to it. This really resonated with me when she said it. And she was talking about this idea of rejection or not getting what you want. And even more than that, she was actually a a woman of color in a very white male dominated industry. And she was talking about the fact that in her industry, she really, really had to constantly push against the barriers for her to advance. And oftentimes when she walked in a room, she felt like she was always proving herself and she heard the word no a lot. And this this networking event was filled with salespeople. So, you know, salespeople, of course, if you I spent many, many years in sales, have a background in sales. And so as a salesperson, you know that when someone tells you no, you don't hear the no. You don't hear the no, but what she said was so profound. She said that no is an opportunity to be better. She said that no is an opportunity to be better. And I thought about that. Now I've heard as a a salesperson, I've heard all sorts of little phrases to help you deal with the word no, because you hear it all the time. And as I started out this episode saying it's not just in sales, it's in life. And especially as you're as you're making your way through your career, you hear no a lot. 
But I really, in all my years, I'd never heard it put quite like that. No is an opportunity to be better. Uh, I've heard uh, Jim Rohn. He's a, he's a, I love him. He's a motivational speaker. Well, he's passed away. But one of the things that he said is, um, it's kind of similar to this, but it's uh, don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. But getting back to the word no and no being an opportunity. So I started thinking about that whole idea of no being an opportunity. And I was like, you know, no is more than just an opportunity to be better. It's actually an invitation. And then I started thinking about what is the word no inviting you to do? And so I came up with some ways that no can be an opportunity, not just to be better, but other ways that no can be an opportunity. So I thought about no being an opportunity to call in a new possibility. So when you hear the word no, instead of thinking it as rejection or anything negative, you can think of it as a new possibility. Maybe a new possibility to approach your request maybe a new possibility to kind of revisit and see if you even really want that thing that you're asking for, right? Uh, You know, I'll just throw this in here too. One thing that I, one analogy that I've heard a lot in terms of hearing the word no is if you go to a restaurant and you know how the waitress is always trying to upsell you, right? So you've had this big meal, you know, you've had your steak and your potatoes and your uh, I don't know, um, gravy, <laughs> and, um, the bread, of course, and the butter and all these, all the, you know, drinks, wine, whatever you've had. And of course you're sitting there stuffed. We've all been there. I'm thinking specifically of a steakhouse, you know, like a Ruth's Chris, and you've just had a big family style meal and the waitress comes over to you and, and asks if you'd like dessert. <laughs> And they bring the dessert cart around and you're like, ma'am, I'm stuffed, you know? No, no, I don't want any dessert. I don't want any dessert. I feel like a stuffed teddy bear. And when you say no to the waitress because you're totally full and you don't want dessert because you've just eaten this huge meal, the waitress doesn't get offended by that. The waitress doesn't get offended. The waitress just moves on to the next table, right? And makes another request for the next table to ask them if they want dessert. And so when you think about the word no, oftentimes when someone says no to you, it may just be that they really don't desire what it is that you want, not because of of anything that you did, not because, you know, not because the dessert is not delicious. In fact, it probably is delicious, but it's just that it, at that time, for whatever reason, they don't want the dessert. So think of, think about that the next time you hear no for a request at work or in life. It's not personal. It could just be that you don't want dessert, right? Or the person doesn't want dessert and think of it that way. But anyway, so 
First is no can be an opportunity to call in a new possibility. No can be an invitation to revisit the request, as I said. So maybe you don't even want that particular request, or maybe you need to revise the request in order to get a yes. Uh, So it can be an opportunity to revisit. Another thing is no could be an opportunity to diagnose. So along those same lines as revisiting the request, no can be an opportunity for you to reassess and make the request better, make the request different, Uh, go back and look back over the request, right? Maybe there's something that you're missing that caused you to get the no, right? No can also be an opportunity to reflect, No can be an opportunity for you to take some time and think about what it is that you're asking. Again, you got to know for a reason. It could be the person wasn't interested. It could be you didn't explain it properly. It could be that this isn't the right time. Another thing I've always heard being in sales is no means not right now. Right. So I don't want the chocolate cake right now after I've just finished my steak and potatoes. But if you come back in maybe five, 10, 15, 20 minutes, that no might turn into a yes. So think about that when someone tells you no, no could just mean not right now. The other thing that no can be an opportunity for is to research. So again, maybe there are some missing pieces in the request that would turn that no to an actual yes. You know, whenever you are redirected in any way, it's always God's protection, right? Redirection is always God's protection. It's God's way of saying, "Mm, little to the left, little to the left, little to the right. It's always it's always for you. And especially in your career, especially if you're in a place where you're frustrated, it could feel like it's not that way. But as I always say on this show, and, and it really applies when you get a no in, in any way, you always have to think about the no in terms of the story that you're telling yourself about the no. Because again, going back to our dessert analogy, I said no to the dessert, not because of anything else, except for the fact that I was full. But the waitress could make up a whole story about why I said no to the dessert request. She could have told herself, oh my God, it's the the chef's, it's the pastry chef's fault. He didn't make this dessert flaky enough. And that's why she said no. Oh my God, my my um, apron is on crooked. Oh, oh no, my apron has a stain on it. And you know, she didn't think. You know, Kay didn't think that my the the you know, Kay didn't think that I was um, <laughs> using cleanliness, and so she didn't want to get the dessert from me. You know, um, I didn't I didn't say hi to her as soon as she sat down and give her a glass of water. So Kate thinks that, you know, I'm a horrible waitress and that's why she's not, you know, taking the dessert, you know, all kinds of things. But think about it. Think about how we make up stories about things all the time in the workplace. Somebody says something to us and rather than asking and clarifying what the person means, 
you know, somebody says no to our request. And all of a sudden we start making up all these stories about why it happened with no clarification. So what if it's an opportunity for us to communicate better? What if, as the panelists said at the networking event that I went to, what if no really is an opportunity to be better in all of the ways that I suggested previously? So remember, it's not always personal. A no is not always personal. It's an opportunity to question. It's an opportunity to reframe. It could be a new possibility. It could be a time to revisit, to diagnose, to reflect, and even to research further. And so when you get a no this week, instead of getting angry, instead of getting frustrated, I want you to remember those words that struck me at that networking event this past weekend. No is an opportunity to be better. And then even further, I want you to think about in your life, in your career, how no is an opportunity. No is an opportunity dot, dot, dot. No is an opportunity to fill in your own blank and make it a game. You know, come up with all of the ways that your next no can be a golden opportunity for you. And that is what I have for you today. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.